Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being in this space with me once again. I'm so thankful for all of you who continuously support this podcast. It means so much that you are locked in. Make no mistake about it. I appreciate you more than you know. So incredibly thankful for all of you that support this podcast, who share it with so many others. And I want you to share it. We want to reach a million people with this podcast. You can help us do that by simply sharing the link if this podcast is a blessing to you. Next Level Leaders is really designed to release the leader that's inside of you, to help you discover all that God wants you to do in and through your life. And we're just thankful. I mean, we are so thankful to have you tuned in. Now, I want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. Put a comment out there and let me know how this podcast is blessing you if it is. And of course, I certainly want you to go to my website, josephwalker3.org, for more information that we believe can be a blessing to you. If you want us to come in and speak and share with your team, man, those spots are filling up. So many of you are reaching out and I appreciate it. We have books and content that can be a blessing to you. Today, going to talk about developing a winning mentality. You know, one of the things that I've studied a lot of people who are winners, when you think about the commonality of that mindset, there's a certain way in which they process situations, they look at life, and it's really a mindset, a mentality that I think is transferable to every area of your life. You want to win in your health. You want to win in your spiritual life. You want to win in the natural, in your business, in your marriage, in your relationship with your children. All of these principles will apply because you can't win in one area and fail in the other. So today I want to give you some strategies, some principles that I believe can help you emerge as a winner and not only emerge as a winner, but constantly have a winning mentality and draw unto yourself others who have a similar winning mentality. The first thing I want to lean in on today is the disciplined preparation. We don't often talk much about that, but I think it's so important when you think about preparation. It is so necessary for where you're going and disciplined people understand the need for it. I'll give an example. Every day, at least five times a week, I get up at 4.45 a.m. I know that's precedent, but I get up and at five o'clock, I'm literally in the gym, working out, having devotion at the same time. It's a discipline that has paid huge dividends for me and my health because if I continue over time to consistently maintain that level of discipline in my prayer life, in my working out, in my focus, then that begins to show up in other areas of my life. I'm sharper. I feel better. I'm healthier in my life. So discipline over time is consistency. It is you are preparing. So when I look at discipline, I have to say to myself, I am preparing myself for the thing that I'm praying about God 
to do in my life? Why pray about a big thing you want God to do and you're not preparing yourself in every area through discipline to be able to walk into it when the door opens? So I think a winning mentality is really about discipline preparation. There's a story that's out there on YouTube. Some of the people who played with Kobe Bryant were saying that in the all-star game, they were coming in from a party, literally at like 4.45, 5 o'clock in the morning. And they were coming in from partying, the players. And Kobe Bryant was on his way to the gym. And they began to realize there's something different about this guy, right? This mamba mentality is one about discipline and preparation. When you put your mind to it and you focus, I'm telling you today, you got to get rid of distractions and you got to say, let me get on a path this year of incredible discipline in my preparation process. Let me get away from all the stuff that impedes my progress. Let me shut myself in and focus in on what my objectives are. Here's the second thing. Don't allow negativity in your environment. Now, you know this is big because there are so many people who allow negative things to come into their space, into their environment, and this is what hinders them from achieving what I know God wants them to do. When you think about it, uh, I say so often that toxicity in your environment can, can really cripple your vision from coming to fruition. You've seen this, right, when you have someone who's toxic and negative in your group, in your staff, someone in your organization, and they just become infectious. So you've got to make certain a winning mentality means I'm developing a winning culture whereby I am saying I am not allowing negativity, negative thoughts, negative statements into my environment. You have to cut those things off at the head. You've got to say, look, we don't talk about that here. We don't discuss those things here. We don't use words like can't, will not happen. We keep positive affirmations. Might I encourage you today to write down positive affirmations that you speak over your life every single day. You'd be amazed out of all the bad news that you get, turning on the news, turning on the radio, you start speaking those positive affirmations about I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am the head and not the tail. You start speaking those positive affirmations and you begin to realize you create a different environment. And the way in which you communicate around your team as a leader is the way in which they will start communicating with each other. If you're positive, upbeat, optimistic, that is the culture and climate by which they will operate. If you're negative, you will see the fruit of it. So let's create a positive environment and stay away from a negative environment. Here's number three. A winning mentality says, I begin with the end in mind. When I begin a thing, I am already thinking about how this thing is going to end up, how it's going to come to fruition. And therefore, I am not hindered by all of the things that might occur in the middle. I say so often there's a point of uh, origination and a point of destination. In between that is a lot of frustration, irritation, agitation, nauseation. You know how it goes. But the reality is, is that when you begin with the end in mind, you have the big picture out there. This is what I did when I was, you know, getting myself uh, healthy and trying to work out. I knew the size I wanted to be. I understood the body type I wanted. So I would put that out there and I would look at that every day I'd work out. And I'd say, I'm beginning this journey with that end in mind. And you've got to do that. Even when you think about your money and you think about, you know, the kind of home you want, the kind of business you want, 
put that picture out there and say, I'm starting this journey and I'm aiming towards that. That is my goal. And so when you do that, amazing things begin to happen. That's why when you speak those affirmations and then you start putting those things up as pictures or images around, you'd be amazed. Have something on your desk. Have something that is on your phone that says, this is what I'm aiming for every single day. And that becomes a winning mentality. You know, Phil Jackson, coach of uh, uh, the Lakers, who before that was the coach of the Chicago Bulls, you know, you have this thing he would do, it was a Zen thing. He'd make them sit in a circle and make them visualize the victory before you even stepped on the court. Because before we start, we've already seen how this thing is going to end up. That kept our mind focused on the end game, and we knew it wasn't over until it was over. Here's the other thing. I want you to get this. Number four, hang out with winners. Listen, if you're going to have the right mentality around winning, you got to be around people that are winning. You can't be around negative losers. You can't be around people who are Debbie Downers and always throwing poison on people's dreams. You have got to get to a point in your life where you say, I am going to literally walk in a space around people who are winning. Have you given any thought to what Psalm 1 declares? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf will not wither, and whatever he does, it will prosper. Isn't that a blessing? When you understand the point of being strategic about your crowd, having crowd control and saying, I want to hang out with progressive people. I want to understand even further, you know, Proverbs 17, that iron sharpens iron. Don't apologize for being exclusive in the crowd you hang out with because you want to put yourself in an environment where your conversations, your motivation, your inspiration is all coming from people who are having conversations at a higher level about what it means to win. There's a group of folk who sit around all day and talk about nothing but each other, talk about people and things. But then there's another group of folks who are talking about how we can win, how we can accomplish, how we can overcome this. These are the people you want to be around, people who are winners by nature. Here is number five, read Read, read. I know you may be saying, well, well, Dr. Walker, I mean, I do read. No, I want you to hear me. I want you to learn how to read through various disciplines. As a pastor, I don't just read theological books. I read psychological books, books on sociology, books on finance, books on history, books on philosophy, because I want to be a well-rounded reader because all of it impacts what I do. And I can insert a variety of different thoughts and uh, a variety of different disciplines within the moment that I preach. When I'm moving in between spaces, I want to be able to articulate intelligently about issues that may not be about ministry. They could be about finance or be about history or be about you know, sociology. And I want to be able to articulate in those spaces. And that's what a winning mentality is. 
I want to gain as much knowledge as I can. Listen, you've heard it said over and over again, and I will say it. Leaders are readers. Leaders are readers. So when you look at your library, let me ask this question. What was the last three books that you read and how long did it take you to read them? I want to give you a challenge. Boy, this is going to be a big one. And we're going to do something with this, I promise you. All of, all of us who are on Next Level Leader, I promise you, you're going to have an opportunity to do this with me. But I want to give you a challenge. In this year, I want you to commit. Listen carefully. It's going to be a simple thing. It may not be as simple for some of you, but I want you to think about it, right? I want you to commit to reading. Listen carefully. Seven books this year. That's all. Now, you know what that really equates to? That gives you one book every two months. And for one of those months, you're reading two books. It's just that simple. Seven books that can inspire you, encourage you. And I don't mean these books that are like, you know, 20-page books. I'm talking about books that have substance that are speaking to specific areas you're interested in learning about. So I want you to commit seven books this year. Let's do it. I believe you understand the importance of reading and being engaged. You'd be amazed at how that would help make you a better leader. Leaders are readers. All right, here's the next thing. Make sound decisions. Ladies and gentlemen, I have talked about this on so many occasions about wisdom and about discernment, but making sound decisions is a wise thing to do as a winner. A mentality of a winner says, I don't approach decisions emotively. I process them. I step back. I look at them critically. I look at all the various ways this decision could impact my life. And I want to make sound decisions, decisions that are not rooted in someone else's opinion or to make someone else feel good, but something that's going to be sound. It's going to fit my narrative, fit my life, fit my vision and fit my family. You have to make decisions like that. Winners do that. Winners know when to say no. They know when to say yes. They know when to insert themselves, what time to engage a thing. So in order to make sound decisions, the Bible says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives it liberally. If you're struggling with some of the decisions, ask God to give you the wisdom to make a sound decision. Yes, Sometimes your mind defaults to the bottom line. It's a good decision because look at the net profit of what I'm going to get. Or yes, look at this opportunity to be in this space of leadership and it feeds a certain ego that you have. And, you know, it feeds something, a dream you've had. But listen, what you want to do as a winner is you want to be in the right place. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow. So I want you to think about making sound decisions because you have prayed about it, you have sought wisdom, and you've taken your time and really given some thought to the decision that you're about to make. As a winner, that's what a winning mentality looks like. Let's review before we go to number seven. I think this is important. First of all, we talked about discipline preparation, putting yourself in a place where you are disciplined every single day discipline to do the things that you need to do because you're preparing for something amazing. So my discipline is about I'm preparing myself for what I'm praying for. I'm preparing myself for my next. I'm preparing myself for expansion and I want to be disciplined in the process. A winning mindset is one that's disciplined, which often separates the extraordinary from the average because you are disciplined. 
Number two, we talked about not allowing negativity in your environment, not allowing people who are toxic to taint uh, your culture and your environment because that becomes uh, infectious, contagious, and good people can be messed up in your organization because of negative people who are yet being histrionic and they are constantly complaining. You have to nip that in the bud. And then you have to begin with the end in mind. When you start a thing, always think about how that thing is going to end up. Let that be the motivating factor that I am not so much concerned about all the resistance that I may be experiencing in the process because I have my focus on the promise of what God has shown me. Very key. Number four is making certain I hang out with winners, doing a crowd audit, making sure the people I hang out with are speaking the same language I'm speaking in terms of leadership, in terms of success, making sure people are uh, consistent in what they do in being leaders. This is important, hanging out with the right people. I don't hang out with losers. I'm sorry. I hang out with winners. Then I read, read, read. There it is, number five. Reading as much as I can. I want to encourage you. I've got several books I want to invite you to get and read. One book called Leaderships that is uh, helping you through transitions of life and leadership. I have another book called No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution. That's about helping you learn how to move vision from, from theory to praxis and how to set up a team and who to hire and who not to hire. Those books uh, can be a tremendous blessing to you. Leadership and Loneliness, of course, are restored at the roots. I've got a variety of books. Out of those seven books I've asked you to read, I mean, you could take four or five of my books and you can pretty much be almost there. So I encourage you to get it. Read, read, read. And then, of course, reading also helps us make sound decisions uh, because we're not moved out of the emotive space. We're making rational decisions, prayerful decisions, because we are thinking about the intersectionality of our choices and how one thing over here could affect five things over here. So we're making certain that we are uh, moving in wisdom and, uh, and we want to do that. Number seven, keep competing with who you were yesterday. It's just that simple. I'm telling you, I don't compete with anybody else. I just compete with who I was yesterday. I'm motivated by it, and I want you to be as well. Compete with who you were yesterday. Compete with who you were yesterday. You see it? When you do that, you would be amazed because that becomes a best version of yourself that you say, I will be better tomorrow than I was today. And even if you slip up, even if you find yourself in a place where you become a little lax, you still can pull yourself out of the drudgery and you can start afresh and start new. Listen to me. You have the capacity to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. It all boils down to your mindset. Today, I want you to really focus in on what it means to have a winning mentality because that's who you are as a next level leader. I really hope this has blessed you and I hope that you will share this link. And I want you to let me know, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram, how this has blessed you. Send me a message and let me know. Put it in my timeline and tell others to download uh, and to subscribe to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I want you to stay encouraged, keep pushing, keep trusting and know that I am praying for you. Let me know how it blessed you. I am thankful to God for you. As a next level leader, it all boils down to your mindset. After all you've been through, God has kept your mind for a reason. So why don't you keep your mind positive as you go forward 
into the things of God and fulfill your destiny with a positive mindset declaring, I am a winner. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting.